An abandoned farm's bloody history is revealed during Darktober at MND's Scotland's theme park in Scotland. That's coming up on today's show. From HAN, I'm Philip, and this is day 59 of our 61 Day Hauntathon, where we're counting down to Halloween by visiting a different haunted house every day here on the show. Today is Saturday, October 29th, and there are only two days until Halloween. Remember that the best way you can support us this Halloween season is by sharing our Hauntathon with someone you think will enjoy it. And to follow along, sign up for our free weekly industry newsletter at the link in our show notes. Scotland's theme park has been celebrating Halloween with a maze since 2014. The maze is part of the larger event this year called Darktober, which acts as a second gate for the park. Today, we'll learn about the event from Carly McCleary, who produces the maze. Here's Carly. My name is Carly McCleary, and I write and produce the skate attraction for Darktober at M&D's. And M&D's is a small theme park in Scotland. Can you give us kind of like the structure of the event? Is it a classic maze style like we would see here in the US or how is it laid out? Yeah, it's, it is classic maze style. We have we do have rides on at night during October. We call it Darktober where we ha- we open up a selection of our top theme thrill rides at night for customers to enjoy. But it's just, we ha- it's a singular maze there aren't many theme parks or amusement parks in Scotland at all. And I think we were the first to to start a skate event, which was in 2014. And we started off with a zombie viral called Outbreak the first year. I think that's the standard, doesn't it? It certainly is up here. These is kind of standard first haunt. So we had Outbreak and then we took it to Outbreak Reinfection, then Evolution. And then we moved on to Night Terror, and Night Terror was a show where you were trapped in your own nightmares and couldn't wake up. So we had two years of nightmares, and then we had Gateway to Hell. All of our stories, we try and kind of seep in truth. We try and soak it in truth and urban legends from the local area or things that have really happened to ourselves. And this year, our story is based in an old abandoned farm and it's called The Well. And it's based on an old urban legend in the north of Scotland of a, an old farm. The farmer had seven daughters. Each daughter took turns to go to the well to get water. And this one day sent each of them in turn and they didn't come back. And when he, the bodies were found, the bodies of his daughters were found. The well had been burnt to the ground and he, the bodies of her, his daughters were found around the well. The thing that we do a little bit differently, I think, to most haunts, certainly here, is we have a pre-show. So we have a theatre-type show that lasts around about five minutes. And this year, it's actually an old-fashioned campfire story. So oh, we, cool. you come into the a clearing, we've got a campfire burning, and we've got a girl with a torch, like, spooking, like, doing the way, ooh, her face, and telling the story about the farm before this story comes true. It really is a theatre experience. And this year we actually have an illusionist working with us. So we go and he's got, we've got full-on, like, old-school buzzsaw illusion where we've got a girl getting sawn in half and we've got a half-body illusion later on, the haunt where you can't, see any legs underneath the table and the girl's kind of lying on it with entrails everywhere. Mm -hmm. 
it's lovely. <laughs> lovely. <laughs> it's a sight oh, to behold. <laughs> is it a separate ticketed event? Yeah, it's a separate okay. ticketed event. The park didn't used to be open in evenings during October before mm-hmm. this event. So, yeah, so you can go into it. It's a Scotland's theme park. Dot com. If you go in there and into events, you can click on The Well or Darktober and you can buy tickets for the skate attraction. Are you getting the same, like the fans that come during the day that are coming for the Halloween events? Or are you bringing in all new people and are people just coming for the haunt? It's definitely a different audience. We have some people, we have like probably the kind of young teenagers who come with their families to do their age during mm. the day they're coming with their friends and maybe one elderly relative at night to, to the maze and things but in general it's a different audience that we see and we also found during the pandemic our audience changed completely as well 2020 we were in deep lockdown there was it was only outdoors events that were allowed and actually our indoor maze was the bones of it was all up and then our prime minister put us back into to lockdown so we had to we had a week to to turn our maze around and put it into an outside environment and basically what it meant was that one we had to completely remarket the event and two we got a completely new audience because there's people maybe like my parents age that were usually on a friday saturday night they'd be going out for dinner and a few drinks and Mm -hmm. things and there, there was no way to open. So that's what we found. A lot of people were just like, it was just something different and something that was actually open during the pandemic. Probably the majority of people that you are seeing have not done something like this before. And yeah. it's really outside of that. We really are probably at least 20 years behind you guys when it comes to this market, especially mm-hmm. in Scotland. In England, there's more, there's way more mazes and England is, yeah. but there's way more people as well. So there's way more people in England. Yeah. So they're a bit further on. But in Scotland, I would say we're probably like for an annual skier attraction, I definitely think we're one of the longest running, if not the longest running annual skier attraction. So kind of seasonal attraction. And we're in our ninth season. So it's not a long time in comparison to a lot of the ones in the US. Yeah. So you opened October 2nd this year and you're running through Halloween and it looks like you have quite a large schedule. You're open the weekends, but then also later on the Thursdays as well. So it's a lot of show nights. We would usually have another weekend under our belts by now, but because the September weekend bank holiday weekend up here was so early, we decided to kind of hold it back this year. So Mm -hmm. usually we would run six weekends either Friday to Sunday or Thursday to Sunday. And this year we're going five and then ending on the Monday on Halloween. It's really interesting because I remember being going over to Ohio when I was 16 and went over just maybe the end of September and everywhere was decorated for Halloween. And I was like, what's going on? We just It just wasn't a thing over here. But you see it more and more now. It's be- I think that's what always happens. We always take the best American ideas and we catch up eventually. When you guys are on yeah. something else. <laughs> and you change it too. And usually uh, cultures will, will adjust it in, in some way. Well, absolutely. Like it, it doesn't always come over the same way. Yeah. We yeah. we speak about this an awful lot because a lot of my stories are based on maybe old wife's tales or kind of the stories that you're of warnings that your mum and dad told you. Because obviously we're not born. No, we're not born with fears. I think there's only... I think the only two f- fears we're born with is falling and loud noise, isn't it? It's like everything mm-hmm. else is taught. Everything else is, or some, or 
through some sort of trauma. In Scotland, there are just legend upon legend upon legend to kind of of backstories to kind of troll through. And for me, that's what's exciting about doing what I do. That's what I love about doing what I do is finding a story within the story that kind of relates to today. What has been the most challenging piece of writing this year's show? I think for this year, we've just come off of two years where a lot of people didn't even know we were open. Our our brand name was Outbreak, which we had to change. So the brand that we'd built up for six years was just gone. And we had to take on Darktober as a name. So people are going, oh, when's where's Outbreak? And when's Outbreak coming back? And, and we're having to kind of build on something under the Darktober umbrella. In Scotland, farms are everywhere. And usually they're vast. Usually mm-hmm. there's corners of them that, that, don't, that aren't seen all the time and things. And if you've ever walked through a Scottish farm at night, they're usually remote. They're usually in places where there's not a lot of streetlights and things so they can be spooky they can be really spooky Mm -hmm. places and if you take that setting and put it into a horror genre I think it's it was just we there is that real fear and I know that I remember being younger and not knowing not knowing that sheep cough and walking (laughs) through (laughs) you're laughing but that's terrifying see as Mm -hmm. a teenager I remember walking through and just seeing this <clears throat> and thinking someone was behind me and it was a blooming sheep. Yeah. But yeah, so we I think for me, my background was in theatre. It wasn't in scaring. I'm a huge scaredy cat. When I was asked to become involved in a scare attraction, I was kind of doing it like this. Okay, so if you just hold that jump scare and try it again, okay, go. Uh, <laughs> kind of running funny. through like this. Until I really... I think the fun of the fear is infectious. It's the most infectious industry I've ever been involved in. And the loveliest people. It's just such a, like a contradiction because you have all these people that are like covering themselves in latex and burns and warts and grossness and things. And they're the nicest people. And I find that throughout whatever kind of skate attraction I've been to, I've really found that there's there's a real sense of community in the skate industry which is amazing it's lovely where do you see the event developing i'm thinking like this is going to be the fastest growing industry in in entertainment i think that there's a huge scope for it to become bigger i'm so lucky mnds is a family business the taylor family that i work with and amazing they're they they really trust us to, to and allow us to kind of bring our vision to life and really kind of give us a, a free reign when it comes to stories and things like that. I think for me, I would like to have something that, that runs beyond Halloween and I would like to have it in different places. I think that Central Scotland, there's, it's, there's scope to have a few mazes running over the year, even if it might be linked to escape rooms or things like that. The industry needs to get bigger up here. It does. And everyone goes, are you not worried about competition and things? And I was, and I'm always like, no, absolutely not. Because the more mazes that are, the better it is for us because it means more people are going to be aware of the industry. There's no fear in that. You want your industry to be growing. You want it to be getting bigger. You want more people to be aware of it. And I'm, would always encourage people who are 
looking to get into this industry, even if it's right next door to where we're doing it, do it. Just do it. Give it a go because it's just good fun, isn't it? Today's episode was produced and edited by me, Philip Hernandez, with post-production by David Swope and original music composed by Chris Thomas. We're counting down to Halloween with daily podcasts, videos, and events in our 61-day Hauntathon. Follow along at the link in our show notes. Our Hauntathon is made possible through generous support from Gantam Lighting and Controls. Gantam illuminates attractions worldwide with the world's smallest intelligent spotlights. See what you're missing with a free demo. Sign up at gantam.com demo. That's gantam.com demo. Our Hauntathon team includes Daryl Plunkey, Emily Louise Rua, Megan Spells, Gavin Burns, and Omni Adventures. Our partners for this year's Hauntathon include Sharp Productions, HorrorBuzz.com, ScareTrack, TheScareFactor.com, and Hauntopic Radio. The best way you can support us this Halloween season is by sharing our Hauntathon with someone you think will enjoy it. And to follow along to our Hauntathon, sign up for our weekly newsletter at HauntedAttractionNetwork.com. We'll catch you back here tomorrow and every day until Halloween. This is a Haunted Attraction Network production.